my love. I am so happy and so pleased to announce that this episode is brought to you by my very own company, Savage Chocolates, which is all about cultivating a more loving relationship to your body and to food. You know, we don't really believe in guilty pleasure. We just believe in pleasure done well. Right? Have you ever had that uh, candy bar or a thing of ice cream and you eat it and you're like, wait, I don't, I don't remember eating that. <laughs> wait, where'd that go? <laughs> well, that's why I created Savage Chocolates because I know the importance of pleasure. And I think that we don't slow down enough to actually experience it. And so... If you are wanting to eat mindfully, if you are wanting to be reminded of how to actually experience your pleasure, then please go to www.savagelosangeles.com to order your goods. All right, you guys, let's get to it. Oh my goodness. Okay, here we are. Uh, My dog... Hugo is going ham right now on a bone. So if you hear some funky noises, that is a seven-month-old French bulldog who has decided that um, this bone needs to be mutilated. Um, Wow. What a time. I'm so, so um, honored and grateful that you would carve out the time to listen to this, although perhaps you have more time than you have usually. Um, but still honored nonetheless. What an interesting time to be alive. And you know, I have to say, I am, while I am acknowledging that there is some crazy shit going on for a lot of people, and while I really acknowledge that this is a tragedy for many, I think that this is a tremendous wake-up call. And I'm really enjoying the experience of being conscious to some of the gifts that are unfolding through this time. You know, I think really in any devastation, in any time that is tumultuous, there are gifts if we look for them. Anything, honestly, my, I, and I've, I've spoken to my mother about this a lot, so I feel comfortable sharing it with you guys. But, you know, my mom has cancer and since her diagnosis, our relationship has completely shifted and her relationship to her life has completely shifted and her relationship to her work has completely shifted. And it's been a huge game changer, um, for the way in which we communicate and the intimacy that we share. And that never would have happened if she hadn't been diagnosed with a really life altering disease. And I don't think that there is any difference with what we're dealing with now. I think that there's a lot of devastation. I think there's a lot of darkness. And dichotomously, I know that this is a, an, an amazing time for us to pause. An amazing time for us to breathe. And an amazing time for us to savor whatever our experience is. And I know that I've really created a a business and a life out of those three things, out of pausing, breathing, and savoring. But I think that we on a global level are being called to do that. You know, I, I think that our body is our greatest tool for discernment when we actually get quiet enough to listen to it. Discernment around our purpose 
discernment around who to spend time with, discernment around what foods to be eating, discernment around what to be spending our time on. There's what I call the inner ding. Ding, 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 ding. And it's really, really subtle. It's very faint, but it, it is there. And when we pause, we have the opportunity to establish a connection to that more quiet voice within. We get to take a few deeper breaths. And we get to savor what's happening around us. And just to savor means to make something last, right? It means to actually experience it. I can't seem to help but see the incredible irony that now that we're all sequestered and separated physically, we're actually connecting in ways that we haven't in who knows how long. I mean, yesterday I spoke on the phone to people that I haven't spoken to in about four years. Four years. It's a long time. And that's what this physical separation has gifted us, is the time and the space to actually connect. I mean, how many times have you been out to dinner with somebody and yet they are like 3,000 miles away? They're thinking about that work thing or they're thinking about who's liking their shit on Instagram or they're thinking about that thing that happened yesterday or five years ago or they're wondering what's going to happen later. And now that we're all in this pause, connections can actually happen. And maybe they can't happen in the way that we are used to them happening, but they are happening nonetheless. And I think that they're happening in a really freaking profound and cool way. I really do believe that. It's a really cool opportunity that we have to actually look inward and get in touch with who we really are, with who we really are and what we really want and how we want to move forward. I can't tell you how many people I know that have complained forever about being really busy. And now that they're not, now they're complaining about the fact that they're not busy. <laughs> it's like some people just want to complain. But the truth is, is that clearly there's an alignment that's not working, right? Clearly someone's out of alignment. Someone, many of us, right, are out of alignment. And now is the time to reroute. It's like now you have this time to actually ask yourself the important questions. What sets my soul on fire? What, what am I attached to? What, who, who do I want to be around? What's my purpose? What is my mess? And how can I turn that into a message? How can I serve? How could I serve myself? And how can I serve others? And you have this time and you have this space to create it, to cultivate it, to write that business plan or to write that book that you've been wanting to write or to learn how to sing or to sew or to whatever it is that you have been longing for. You have the time and the space, hopefully. And if you don't have the time or the space, well, then maybe you need to take it. If this is resonating for you, if you're perfectly content in your life and it's happening, then please continue. Then you're on path. You are in alignment. But a lot of us are out of alignment. A lot of us are out of 
out of sync with our soul's desire. And that doesn't mean that we're off path because sometimes, you know, we get off quote unquote off path so that we can learn something that we need, right? So we can pick up a a gem when we fall to our knees, like, oh shit, I just fell down, but oh, look, there's a gem down there. I'll learn that. I'll take it with me. And then we get to, you know, carry on. This is a big time of shifting. This is a big, big time of shifting. These questions that you can ask yourself. For me, this is a time of reconnecting to a lot of things that I used to do as a kid. This is a time of remembering aspects of myself that I haven't let out. And remember (laughs) that the word remember means to integrate, right? The opposite of remember is not to forget. The opposite of remember is to dismember. So to remember means to integrate, to bring it all together. So what needs to be integrated in this time? For me, it's been dancing again. It's been singing again. It's been doing all these things that have kind of fallen off the roster of importance in my life and yet have been so integral in me seeking the joy of my human experience. I think this is a a huge time to connect to our joy as well. Right. I, I talked about kind of like connecting to your purpose, but it's also about connection to joy. Cause again, we're not here just to like wake up, pay bills and die. We're here to fully experience all the sensations that our body offers us. And one of those is joy. And I find that a lot of us are really disconnected from that because it almost feels like inappropriate. It almost feels like it's not right for us to do that because in our society, particularly in America, you're important if you're busy. You're important if you're like kicking ass and taking names and doing stuff. But wouldn't it be cool if we all woke up and decided that it was actually really, really amazing to just be in joy, to just be in alignment? Because when we're in alignment, we are in joy. When we're in alignment, we're in flow. We're not trying to like push against everything. Right? That would be amazing. And it's going to take a big shift to get there. But I think that this might be at least one of those like chisel, you know, like a hammer and a chisel, like chiseling away at it. I think that this is a really big time to get in touch with that stuff. So what did you do as a kid? I want to know what your stuff was. What did you do that brought you so much joy before anyone told you who you were? Yeah, right. Who were you before somebody told you who you were? And then go do those things. Go seek that. Go move towards that. And I guarantee you, you will move towards purpose. You will move towards what feels good. I also have to say, I think it's really amazing what this time has done to the planet. Reducing our waste by driving everywhere, reducing our travel time and therefore our carbon emissions and, you know, less people are flying. And so we're 
creating a clearer sky and a better air to breathe. And it's more beautiful even for us to enjoy, but it, it's also just better for the planet in general. And we were, we are reversing some pretty profound pollution. And I didn't know it, it, it was kind of unfathomable for unfathomable for me. There we go. You know, I created a company. I created Savage Los Angeles, um, the chocolate brand. Which right now, it's chocolate. It's going to be. It will eventually be more than just chocolate, but um, but it's fabulous. And our packaging is completely compostable, which I was so and still am so proud of because we're not contributing to the epidemic, right? It's like, how are we going to reverse some of this chaos? And it's it's happening, and it's happening by us actually doing less not by doing more, by doing less. And that's often the ticket I find, at least in my life. I find that when I do less, I actually get a lot more done. It's like in yoga class, you can move and flow really fast. You can go through a vinyasa 8 million times and yeah, you'll build a little sweat, but I guarantee you, if you just hold warrior two, just hold warrior two for 10 breaths, Honey, you will tremble. You will get a lot done. Your muscles will be sore. You will sweat. You will detoxify the body. There will be all sorts of shit that couldn't be done if you were just moving and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving. It's in these isometric moments, these, these holds, these pauses, that we actually get a lot of result, that we get a lot done. Hugo is my biggest teacher. Hugo, my dog, because I am a rusher. I rush everywhere. I am always running. I am always trying to get to the next thing and create it and do it. And oh God, I'm like so intense like that. And Hugo quite literally stops and smells every flower. <laughs> if there is a leaf, he wants to smell it. In fact, not only does he want to smell it, he wants to taste it. He wants to fully experience it. He'll just sometimes, we'll be on a walk and he'll just sit there and he'll stare at something. He'll just sit and he'll stare at a tree or he'll stare at a person walking by on the opposite side of the street. He's like the total yin to my yang. And I'm learning so much about my tolerance. I love this dog more than I can't even tell you. I love this dog so damn much, but he pisses me off because when I have something to do and he is literally stopping to smell the roses, man, oh my God. I mean, you'd think like fire comes out of my ears or something, but I'm learning to be patient and I'm also learning to see how beautiful it is that he just enjoys. He just enjoys. And I'm learning to do the same. He's my teacher. I am really, really learning to do the same. And we all have different things to learn on this planet. Maybe you are like a Hugo. Maybe you could integrate a little bit more of me, right? I think there's a beautiful balance. I had someone really snarkily wrote, write on, um, on Instagram. I, I wrote a post that was like about doing less. And then I wrote a post that was something about like, 
just do like build it, like do the thing that you want to do. And it's like, which one is it? Someone was like, which one is it? Like you wrote this and then you wrote that. And it's like, the truth is it's both. (laughs) The truth is it's both, but it is about timing and it is about listening to that tool of our body, which is our greatest tool for discernment again. Right. It's about the balance between the two. It's not either, or it's both. It's do less and rest. And also when it's time to do, do. But if you do just one or just the other, man, you are screwed. We all are. And I feel like this is that global pause is the wake up call. Which one am I spending more time doing? Which one am I, where, where am I spending most of my time? Am I all doing and all creation and go? Or am I kind of like, I don't know what to do. And I'm just kind of going to take it as it comes and let it come to me and whatever. They're both without each other. They're nothing. They need to coexist. It's the only way. It's the only way. So I want to know from you what you're learning about yourself through this experience. I want to know from you what you are finding the internal workings of your mind. What are you learning about yourself, about how when you are thrown off your course, how that, you know, how that interacts with your psyche? I want to know how, how you're dealing with this time. Because for me, being thrown off course kind of stirs up my inner like aggressor. Like I'm like, okay, cool. I'm scrappy. I'll make it work. Come on, let's go. Throw it at me. I got you. But for some of us, when we're thrown off course, we're like, I don't know what to do with myself. I really, I need a schedule. I need a, I need some stability. So where are you in this? And what are you doing to create what you need? Maybe it's more flexibility. Maybe it's more stability, but again, they both need to coexist in order to function. It's like freedom and stability. We need, we need both. It's like boundaries and openness. You know, the, like the dichotomy is what lets us know that the other exists. And the dichotomy is what makes it safe for us when we have both. So I want to know what you're learning about yourself. I want to know where you're at with this. I want to know what you're creating. Or maybe you're taking this time to do less. Maybe that's the lesson of this is that like what you need to do is just to sit, just to freaking sit with yourself. You don't need to write a novel, but maybe you need to write in your journal. I don't know, but I'd love to hear. Let me know. All right, you guys, thank you so much for carving out the time to listen to this wisdom, to listen to uh, all this goodness. Um, Once again, gentle reminder to please check out savagelosangeles.com to learn more about my new company that I'm so proud of. I hope it inspires you to create and cultivate a life that you dig. Um, And also, if you are down and have, you know, oh, I don't know, 10 seconds, then please, please give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes. Super easy. Just give it five stars. Maybe say a few kind words. And if you dug it, please share it with your friends. I would be over the moon with gratitude. Um, All right. You guys are the bee's knees. Much love. Stay savage. Stay savage.